0: Hello sports fans and welcome to the 42nd episode of Pop Talk Rugby League. My name is Adam and I know very little about football so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes?
1: G'day fellas, 42, wow, 42 and still so many more, maybe.
0: Well yeah, no, that'll be fine, we'll keep going. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: <laughs> and the principal? Hey there sports fans, just wanted to say uh, that. There's more cheerful his
1: to... voice this week, I wonder why.
2: Ah oh, just amazing what a win does for you for the rest of the week mm. until this weekend' we'll, mm. you know smiles will keep happening until That's probably it. about Sunday at about four o'clock, and then it might be a different yep. story <laughs>
0: you no know, it's funny guys because like it's funny the second episode, but it's also round nine I'm like, where the hell have these rounds gone? I think I've watched like two games of football the entire <laughs> <laughs> this so this entire year so um yeah, it's fine. just it's flying by isn't it all right mm. uh well i didn't like always, I didn't see any games, so Smokes, <laughs> Principal, I'm relying on you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I saw a fair bit of um, the games this weekend, actually. Um, obviously saw, um, uh, again, I always catch the early games, but like the Thursday, Friday games I generally catch most of, and then I actually saw a lot of the Saturday games this week, Um the only game I didn't see a huge amount of was probably the Storm Dragons game. I saw about 20 or so minutes, which was all I needed to see.
0: And uh, Principal, how about you? Ra- Raiders got up, so you must have watched the rest of them with like Gusta Earl and, you know, <laughs> commenting from the sidelines. Yeah, I
2: didn't sort of abandon the rest of the weekend of footy this weekend after the Raiders had lost. So, yeah, I watched pretty much the same as Smokes. So I watched the Saturday games and then Sunday I've had... um been pretty busy so it was a bit harder to watch some games there and to be honest some of those games were hardly inspiring to watch so i um uh, <laughs> i just yeah gave those ones a miss but yeah overall i mean probably the best game the um panthers eels was fantastic on friday friday night so that was good
0: all right well let's get into it uh the first game on thursday was the rabbiters and the broncos so take it away smokes
1: uh yeah broncos rabbits um Yeah, we were on song. (laughs) There's no sugarcoating it. We are starting to hit the kind of form that I've been waiting for for quite a while. Um, First of all, defensively, um, the Broncos are finally starting to show some pride in their try line again, which is awesome to see. Um, The two tries that were scored, um, we were found out short. Um, Our centre, Farnworth, sort of bolted in um, when he probably shouldn't have. And I think that was probably more to do with not, not that T C Rivardi was in the team because he defended well. He didn't miss any tackles, but it was more that Kurt Kapur wasn't there, and I think his communication probably probably helps that side. Lets them know when to rush in, when to stay out, when to hold the line, whatever. Um, Attack wise, I mean uh, that's really starting to click now. I, I really do think having that stability with it with a with our a new hooker there, Corey Pages, makes such a big difference, and it's it's. It's, making, it's helping Adam Reynolds out so much. And, and he just, he just showed his old team. He really did. Like, Why did they not offer him more than one year? Because he just pulled their pants down. Um, he set up the first try, scored the second try, which was a great try. It was great to see some forwards offloading the ball to set up that try. Uh, and I think he set up one or two more. And Yeah, just really, really, really strong performance all around. I loved um, how good Pat Carrigan was coming back from injury. He was just, it didn't look like he'd been out, he'd missed any football at all. He just got on with things. Um, and they did this without, arguably, or at least their two most high-profile forwards in Payne Huss and Kurt Capor. So it was a very strong performance all around by Brisbane. Souths, um, they're, they're looking like they're going to struggle
2: a bit now. The Souths were under pressure before they played the Broncos, but losing... Um, to the Broncos with Adam Reynolds and the team sort of just put more pressure on them just you know the the decisions they've made <laughs> to let him go so yeah it was um it was pretty good it's just it was a good game to watch actually i I don't know if it was you know I don't necessarily care if Broncos win or lose, but it's sort of nice to see some just different teams again winning you know it's sort of it's been that shift I think this year with some of the apart from you know the top two really maybe three with Parramatta. A lot of the you know a lot of different teams are winning, which they haven't, you know, the last few years yeah. have sort of been further down the bottom. So at least it's making it a little bit more interesting. And um, yeah, it's yeah definitely yeah it's been good. So but yeah, Adam Reynolds again is just leading the way. So hopefully, I guess for the Broncos, he stays healthy because he's obviously a huge part of their sort of revival and organisation. I think as well, they just seemed a lot more organised this this year compared to yeah. last few, which has obviously been their problems. Oh, that's that's the big thing,
1: isn't it? And and not just that. I mean, a couple of things with him too. I mean, it's not just... This. I mean, his defence, he is such a very... He makes really smart decisions in defence. Like, he knows when he's going to rush in or, or rush off the line or he knows when he's got to hold back or stay wide or or, or tighten up. He, he knows... He seems to... And that just comes with experience. I mean, he seems to make... And that's strengthened our right-side defence because it, it it gives Katani Staggs and Selwyn and Cobbo a lot more confidence to stay to hold their line, knowing that Reynolds is going to come up with generally the right decision on the inside, uh, and and the other thing too that um, the the more he's playing and, and helping these younger players uh, unlock their their potential so to speak, is giving them more confidence that that you know for example if you'd said last year Payne Haas isn't going to play against South Sydney, I'm going to have given the Broncos a hope in hell, uh, but but they did it and they did it pretty comfortably, and the more they do it. If they do happen to have a week or two where they've got to play without Reynolds, if he gets you know, a minor injury and has to sit out a week or two, they're going to be more comfortable to handle that the more they play with him and learn from him. So they're building. They're definitely
0: building. There's some exciting times in Broncos. Principal, I'll let you talk about your Raiders beating oh, the Bulldogs.
2: Oh, speaking about exciting times, we beat fellas... <laughs> fellow cellar dwellers, um, the the Bulldogs. (laughs) But uh, it's, you know what, it was good to get a win. As a Raiders fan, it's just been... Winners are grinners. Winners are grinners, and it's been a terrible few weeks. It's been a terrible year, really. Probably the past two years. Um, So Raiders, you know what, we actually had a bit of discussion on Friday about, you know, how well the Raiders played. And, um, you know, I actually thought they played pretty well. You could tell that they went out with a plan to to try not to make the mistakes. It was very conservative and, you know, considering they they had their main attacking option out, Whiten as well, um, they did all right. I mean, they couldn't score points and, you know, that's actually hasn't been really an issue. In the second half it's been an issue, but they've been able to pile on points in the first half. This was a bit different where, you know, their their options weren't really... They, you know, they just didn't have that that option to, to really attack and they, they were a little bit unorganised, but... Yeah, it was good to see, and Jared Croker came back, and that was probably one of his best performances in a couple of years. He's been playing busted for a long time, um, so it was great to see uh, Jared Croker out there. Um, obviously, disappointing when he got injured at the end, but it doesn't look like it's too serious an injury. So, um, yeah, it was just pleasing to see. I mean, Bulldogs are pretty pretty bad. You know, they're they're such an up and down team. You know, they they beat the. Roosters and you know, they came out against the Raiders and they I mean they were struggling to score points as well and you know they got they got a fair bit of attacking power there. Matt Burton and um Adokar and, you know, a few of those players. So it's um the Raiders defence held up reasonably well against you know, the, the Bulldogs have, were throwing some um sort of Hail Mary plays with some early kicks for basically Adokar down, you know, from their own ten, twenty metre line. In the hope that they might score, so yeah, it was good, and hopefully the rate can give Raiders a bit more confidence for the for the next few weeks. What do you think, Smokes?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, and I maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit critical, wasn't I on Friday, which was, I wasn't trying to be, but I I, I think you're a hundred percent right. They went out there just with a clear objective. Okay, we just need to do whatever it takes to get a win tonight because we've just been. Haven't had a win for so long. We just need to grit one out, and I think from that perspective, they did very well. It's like, okay, we're not in good form, but this is a chance where we can just we can probably get away with that a little bit, so long as we you know complete our sets. That should be enough, and we don't have to be too enterprising with the ball. and And that worked out pretty well. Your defence was good. I mean, obviously, only considered the one try, um, and the dogs. You know, they had plenty of ball in that sort of final twenty minutes, twenty five minutes of the game. So. Um, you know, so defensively, I thought you were good. And look, you you make a fair point that your attack was probably off because you, you know, you you you. you I guess who would be your two starting halves weren't there, so that that doesn't help. Um, yeah, it was good to see Croker play too. I think he was pretty he was pretty calm in that second half. A couple of times when they got penalties, he didn't panic. He "No, just let's just get the two points, guys. Let's just kick the goal, and 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 then we'll work it off our line."
2: I think he could, you know, in terms of um ability these days obviously he's slowed down he doesn't have that that mm. speed anymore but if he can get his defense right and he can just be that calming sort of influence you know he's going to be really valuable I don't I, I, I doubt his longevity you know past this year really in terms of um, value yeah. to the team but especially this year when you know they just need that that sort of leadership he can definitely play a role. Yeah. Just do his job. He can, you know, obviously. See, he, he's always had a really good um partnership with Kotrick on the outside as well. That that's when they made the grand mm. final. Those yeah. couple of successful years, they those two are really they gelled really well together. So, you know, it's mm. you know, hopefully, mm. he can get back and give them that leadership which they desperately need. And but also one one yeah. main thing was Matt Frawley Um, he was he was a yeah, he did, he did a fantastic job actually. Really, he's what they're. Yeah, third got a good try. Third fourth string half, really. So he mm. uh, yep. went yep. down to that and you know, he did he, you know, he did a great he had a great try. I mean Bulldogs are pretty some of that defence is pretty average he ran through, but yeah, it was worth noting that he had a r- fantastic game and he's sort of mm. he's kicking close yeah. to the line was really good as well. But can't say too much yeah, more. He it's, was he was pretty good. Yeah, it really is just a, a win they need to have and you know, if they win against the Sharks this week, he'll be much happier. I think it's going to be a... Mate, that's a big call. It's going to be a much tougher challenge, but, you know... Sh- that will be impressive. You know, the Sharks helped us out a little bit by just deciding to take a few people's heads off and, um, you know, got rid of a few players that's for us true. this week, so that's true. you never know. That is true. That's it. Well,
1: look, it's 17 up against 17, so you just never know. Except the Sharks, it might be less.
0: This was, like, a pretty close game. The Panthers and the Eels. Eels uh, got oh, the win yeah. by two points.
1: Yeah, this was a game. This this is possibly the game of the year so far, I think. That was a very, very, very high-quality game of football. Um, and, you know, Parramatta, uh, they're, they're, they're such a hard team to get a read on because they, they beat the Storm and the Panthers, but they lose to the Tigers. like and they were a bit like this last year. I mean, they've won three games in a row against Melbourne over the last couple of years. And against Penrith, they um, they knocked them off, um, uh, obviously, on Friday. And last year in the finals, they lost by two points and probably unlucky not to win. And I think last year, they also lost by a point to them. So they seem to always be up there against them. Um, yeah, they seem to just have a game, a style of play that, that sort of upsets the Panthers in the Storm.
2: Yeah, it was interesting, you know that they keep just sort of, you know, beating these these really tough teams and against the, the weaker you know, the the lower ranked teams they they're struggling. But yeah, it was just it was just fantastic to watch. This is um yeah, definitely probably what the game of the season so far. We've got another game coming up this week, yeah. Melbourne and Penrith which hopefully can live up to the expectations of the, the last week's yeah. game. But yeah, it was just yeah. it's just you know, Penrith need to lose at some point. That was good to see to see
0: them lose for once, you know. Yeah, well, we all, we all tipped Panthers, and like they're the ones that like Eagles won somehow. But yeah, we, it's we, funny, We like... sort
1: of did. We sort of did suggest we thought it was going to be a very close game, though. We thought Parramatta were going to bounce back hard because it was against their you know their local derby rivalry with Penrith. Um, didn't quite didn't quite think they'd get across the line, but as I was watching it, and well, at first, okay, just before halftime, the possibly the worst decision ever, ever, I'm sorry, how did two touch judges, a referee and a bunker, miss the most blatant knock-on in history? How, how how does that happen, Principal?
2: Oh, it was poor. It was, um, the touch... I mean, it happened. It went
1: about two meters forward. Yeah. Every even even kick out stop. Yeah. The like, car. Oh. It, it's like, oh no, I okay, can't, okay, I can't, because we're allowed to kick out. He would
2: have been probably three, oh. three, four meters away from the touch judge, running down the field. Yep. You had the referee, as you yeah. said, and there's the other touch judge on the other side. So, come on, like, it was, it was crazy, It led to a try. Really, you know, the next play or something, the next two plays, um, kick out again, put the kick in, and um, and they scored in the corner. So. It was um, it was sort of lucky it didn't decide the the game. I mean, it, it's hard to say it decides the game when it happens so early on, but it's um, yeah, it's a huge miss. Well, and the, the big thing was it because
1: yeah, I mean, it was just before half time and Penrith got the try to level the game up, and then a few minutes into the second half, they then scored another try to get the four point lead, and I sort of saw that and thought, ah, Penrith being Penrith, they've got that luck go their way. They're such a good team; they're probably gonna. Pull away now, but to Parramatta's credit, they didn't let it affect them. They said, no, "No, buckle down, work hard, keep hitting them up the middle. Eventually, we'll wear them out, we'll crack them." And you can see when they got the try to go up by two points. Like I think Gutherson might have thrown the last pass to um, I can't remember who scored the try. And as soon as he threw the pass, he sort of just spun around even before the bloke scored it and started like like doing the old like, "Come on to his teammates." He's like, "Yes, we got them, we've got them." And now we've got a ram at home. And the next set, they score another try and um, push the lead out to what ended up being enough for them. Uh, just a really, really good game of football. And look, I'm, it's no secret I'm not exactly a Parramatta fan, but geez, they played good football. And they part that every week. They're going to be new. They're going to be very hard to stop. Um, at the same, time, I don't think Penrith are that bad. They they weren't absolutely 100 percent at their best, but um, they're still pretty strong. They would have beat. You know, 12 or 13 other teams, like, they would have beat most teams still on that performance. Like, they were really good too. So, yeah, just top quality
2: game of footy.
0: Then we got the Sea Eagles and the West Tigers. Yeah, it was good that West
2: Tigers actually scored that, you know, 22 points. You know, it I seems closer than I thought. Manly, I think, were probably always fairly well on top. But, like,
1: I think they were up 4-0 and then Tigers had a player put in the bin. And then Manly sort of pulled away a bit. And they ended up 18 nil in front. Then the Tigers got a couple back, and got to eighteen and twelve. And you're like, oh, okay, hang on, might be a bit of a game. But then Manly sort of pushed it out again, and they were a bit too strong. We've got, uh, they were too good for the Tigers. Tigers were spirited, but um, Manly's defence is a little bit concerning. They they leak. They're leaking a few points, even in the games that they're winning at the moment. So uh, something they need to need to tighten up. That's for sure.
0: Do they still have player issues? Like is. Tommy, Tommy uh,
1: well, that was Tom Trubojevic's first game back from injury. so, oh, so he's, he's back, bashed, And, and okay. I, I guess the only thing too is they had the three, the three Trubojevic brothers played, because uh, Jake and Tom obviously, and then their, their younger brother Ben played, and he scored a couple of tries. So,
0: uh, Principal, I like this, because you bloody don't pick the Roosters, you're losing your points, mate. You're getting such a handicap.
1: Robbed the Titans.
2: Robbed. Oh, just, it's amazing what a couple of conversations in NRL... Chiefs can do for your scoreline. Uh, no, not really, actually. Roosters <laughs> actually paid 44 16, mate. Come on. To be honest, I know
0: we like oh,
2: that game, but Roos um, has obviously found a bit of um, their attack. They scored 44 points, so they did all right. But I mean, it was against the Titans, so there's it's a pretty low bar. Uh, I think this week will be very interesting with their next game against Eels. We'll see where they're at. But I still think Roos you know, the bits I saw of the game, they're still. A little bit clunky. Ted Tedesco is still doing his thing, which is pretty good for New South Wales, that is.
1: I have it on good authority that the Roosters were awarded six tries that should not have been awarded, and the Titans <laughs> should have won this game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, I, I, look, I remember bits of it. I sort of skimmed through the game. Look. I think they're up 24-4 to and then the Titans sort of got it back to 24-6 and it's like, oh, okay, interesting, but then they pulled away. I don't think the Roosters were that good, I'll be honest. like They were just up against a pretty ordinary team. Um, It could be a confidence booster for them to actually get a good score up because their attack has been struggling.
2: So Yeah, I think this week will show exactly where they're at.
0: Moving on, we've got the Cowboys beating the Knights. Smokes, another Queensland team, so I'll let you take it.
2: Yeah,
1: um, Cowboys, just, just again, they obviously weren't as impressive as they were against the Eagles the week before, but they were still good. I mean, they weren't down, I think, 16-12 at time. Um, Carl and Pong was playing really well for Newcastle, got them to a to a lead, but um, they just sort of fell away. And the Cowboys are a good enough team now where um, they can take advantage of that against the, the lesser teams. So... Uh, I think they're a really well coached team. The Cowboys. I think it comes down to that, and what they've got now is um they've obviously got Scott Drinkwater at fullback because he came in for the Hammer when he was out injured. The Hammer's back and coming off the bench, and it it ended up being a good move because Drinkwater went off for a bit because he had that swollen swollen eye. He a bit of a accidental shot to the the face and had to go off for a concussion test and all that. He came back on, but they don't lose a beat with the Hammer coming on. I mean, geez, he's got speed to burn so. Uh, yeah, pretty solid performance from the Cowboys. Knights struggling, still in
2: last. Yeah, the Knights ruined my beer bet, so I wasn't super happy. I was pretty excited Half, <laughs> yeah. you know, halfway Half through. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I looked at it, and I thought, oh, you but know the what? Games went for forty minutes. Exactly. Well, you know, I've been saying that for like the last however many years for the Raiders. We well, would, we would have been. Your would be leading the comp. Yeah. So you know, it is, it is what it is. But <laughs> it's um, Cowboys just keep winning, which is. It's, it, it's good for the competition. I'd rather them be at the top than the Roosters or someone else.
0: Mm. Yep. Yeah, well, you do need Agreed. a bit of, like, you know, different Variety. teams up, up. Yeah. 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 All right. And then on to Sunday's games. The Storm uh, beating the Dragons. But from what I've heard, uh, Poppenhausen copped a bit of an injury.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest thing to come out of this. And, look, yeah, you know, I think with about four or five minutes to go until halftime, it was only 6-0 um, <laughs> well. to the Storm. Uh, so the Dragons were holding on and staying in the fight, but once Melbourne broke away, like, the thing is you know Melbourne are just kinda gonna, gonna come out you for eighty minutes. So you can't you can't let up against them. And Pappenhausen was going pretty well, but then obviously, yeah, he, he broke down. And he continued to play he still he scored a try, I think, when he was actually injured. He chased to a kick mm. and still scored. So geez, he's um he's having a hell of a year, but um yeah, look. You know they are too good. I thought the
2: Dragons were going to be a bit closer in this one, but Melbourne is too good. Yeah, it's disappointing for Pappenau's an injury just before or- Origin as well. So it's another year that he's going to. You assume that he was going to be probably maybe yeah, on the bench. I'm really, I'm bench. really sad about that. I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> devastated. It's um, you would have thought he would have been there maybe in the as a utility. So it's um, again he missed it last year I think for a concussion was it or injury or something like that. So he was um, he's had a couple of bad bad luck is with that for Origin, but
1: I'm crying for you guys I'm really sad yeah
0: as a as a New South Wales man <laughs> you'd like be sad but as a Melbourne person you'd be thrilled because you know you get to rest him and like you know he'll be hopefully better for his Melbourne games but anyway well
1: they've got such a good position on the ladder, they can they can afford to miss him for a few weeks yeah but
0: Panthers you know like they're they're at the same point scores apart from for and against so you just you know keep, keep winning oh, Melbourne yeah. you, you're doing alright um, yeah, well. All right, and then our last game, uh, the Sharks defeating New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Principal, how, start with how you. good
2: are the Sharks? They're, they're like, you know, what? We don't even need to win with thirteen players. They're like, stuff it. Let's just get rid of a couple of players. So they decided to, to you know, just up the challenge for themselves, and they, they won. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, um, I mean, they were two brutal hits. I mean, the, the high shot from the Sharks fullback probably looked worse than it was in actual, like. Injury wise, I think the um Reese Walsh got up, but it was it was pretty bad. You know, yeah. you look at footage of that and you think, mm. Oh, he's lu-. he was lucky just to be able to get back up. Obviously, it was a, a softer yeah. touch than it looked, but that shoulder charge is, that was pretty bad. That's nearly as bad as mm. it gets, and you know, that probably should have been sent off. I know there's been controversy with that. That was, um, for me, yeah. there's been lots of send offs of that exact thing, shoulder to the face. You're, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, you've got to get oh, it definitely. has to be automatic send send off I think but it is what it is. For sure. They are a bit scared they couldn't yeah, well, you know like, they, they're not going to send two people off in a game. I think they got scared to, to do that and you know didn't affect you know didn't affect well, the result yeah. in the end. but
1: I'll, um, I'll I'll touch on that a little bit later because it is one of our stories about these two guys getting uh, sent off Sinbin whatever and, and all that. But I mean, aside from the controversy or non-controversy, or whatever you want to say, the performance by the Sharks to to do that game, sixty-three minutes down to twelve players, and ten of those sixty-three minutes down to eleven, and to only concede ten points, and score twenty-nine themselves. So in the end, they won comfortably. It, it actually at no stage did it really look like the Warriors. We're going to win that go- Oh, sorry. About five minutes after the send off, they scored a couple of tries. They got the lead. You think, oh, geez, hang on. But then after that, they did not look likely for the rest. Of they did not make any line breaks. Anything. They just were completely flat. Um, it goes so they, they. I mean, Sean Johnson's not an organising half. If they had an organising half like a Nathan Cleary or something like that, they'd win that game by plenty. Uh, but geez, what an effort by Cronulla. That's that's. That's a, that was a real statement win. That's a, yeah, because yeah. their defence the last couple of weeks has been a little bit shaky, Cronulla. That was, I think, their, no, no, we can tackle we can defend and this is us proving it.
2: How embarrassing is it the Raiders lost to the Warriors? They can't oh. even beat a buddy, well, a team with like 11 players. I know. And it's just like...
1: I know. And now you've got to take on Cronulla who just thumped
2: them. Oh, just, you know. <laughs> well, you
1: know I <laughs> makes me cry. This, this like I saw this game
2: and I, I was just sitting there going... Sharks can beat them with less players. Raiders can probably have another five yeah. extra players. They still wouldn't beat them. <laughs> I mean, they, you struggle. know, to be fair, Warriors had an extra player. They played with 14, um, you know, with the bunker, giving them the extra little helping hand. But anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll move on. That's in the past. All
0: right. Well, all right. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's I don't, um, I, obviously um, I
2: don't uh, care. I'm still, you know, I don't think about it all the time. Still <laughs> well, so a bit sore, right? Worst
1: performance by the Warriors than when they lost... 70 to 10 to the Storm. I reckon this was actually worse. Yeah, it was It was really yeah,
2: bad.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, less plays for the Sharks, definitely. All right. Uh, at the end of round nine, Smokes, you almost had a perfect round except for that Panthers-Eels. I'm going to say upset, but, you know, we thought it was going to be close. Uh, on seven out of eight points, so good on you. Uh, myself and Phantom got six out of eight. And then Principal, poor Principal. All you. Oh, I guess the Raiders helped you this time, but four out of eight, mate. What are you doing? That's just...
2: Reflecting my team. I'm reflecting my team and my scores. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's a pretty poor effort so far. But am I on 43? Well,
0: oh. yeah, Smoke's pulling ahead on 52 out of 72. Principal's on yep. 43. Phantom's on 47, and I'm on 50. So, you know, moving around a bit and a bit different from last year, so this is nice. That's good. Okay, on to our power rankings, Um, just the teams that we care about. The Raiders... Because they won last game, I guess they're up four spots. They're now on eleven. Oh,
2: it's a Raiders supporter doing this,
0: putting Raiders up four spots
2: <laughs> for beating the Bulldogs. They must be the literally. There's probably bloody um, Laurie Daly or someone doing these. It's probably just like oh, I feel give like everyone a else is just points. going down.
0: So <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> you go up by default. 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 Um, the Roosters, the Roosters are up uh, by three <laughs> spots. They're now on position seven, and the Broncos up one spot. On now, position five. I feel like Here we come, baby. Uh, Broncos, Broncos come. slowly working I reckon that's fair
2: for Broncos slowly and probably point. fair for Roosters. It's probably,
1: I think it probably is on form. Yeah, it but is. And yeah. Form and expectation. Form and expectation because they're both on five wins from nine. I think the Roosters are ahead of us on four and against, but I think based on current form and where people expected them to be, that's probably fair. I think um, how how they're traveling the top as well. Probably all
2: right. I think just how Broncos are traveling, they're beating South, they're beating. You know, some of the, the hiring teams, I think it's... They beat Cronulla as well. Yeah,
1: Cronulla as well. Well, if they beat Manly this week, then, then they'll be able to say they've beaten three top eight yeah. teams in a row. Yeah, I think so it's pretty be a big achievement. Eh,
0: yeah. I was a little bit surprised to see Sharks at position two, considering they're coming fourth on the ladder. But I guess the whole beating New Zealand with the players... Uh, yeah. <laughs> pushed them up there, players. so good on them. Uh, Panthers, Sharks, Storm.
1: I'd probably swap them in Penrith, personally, but it's close
0: enough. Uh, Penrith. It's close enough. They've, like, lost, what, one game this whole year? Yeah, I know. That's why i still
1: keep Penrith at second. But, you know, it's much of a Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: All right, all right. Uh, On to some news headlines. Uh, Oh, boy. Here we go. At some point, we've got to get serious. Kenty calls out scared NRL over high shots.
1: And now I can cut loose. All (laughs) right. So, the two tackles in the Sharks-Warriors game. Um... Some people are actually trying to suggest the first one should not have been a send off, and that it just looked more spectacular than what it actually was. And because Reece Walsh got straight up, it didn't matter. It shouldn't have mattered. Well, it does. I'm sorry, but even 20, 30 years ago, a player does that, they are just immediately sent off. It is what you call the classic coat hanger tackle. It was unfortunate. He was beaten with footwork, but the fact is, he stuck his arm straight out. Like and you obviously can't see if you boys can. Like a a coat hanger. Like a (laughs) coat hanger and took him out. You just can't do it. And it always has been a send-off. It always will be a send-off. The second one, this is the one that as you said before, principal, shoulder direct contact to the head with intent and force. The only reason that he was not sent off is because they already had a player sent off. That should not matter. It doesn't matter if you have to send seven or eight players off. If they break the rules like that and it is a send-off offence, you send them off. It doesn't matter what the score of the game is. It doesn't matter if it's a televised game. It doesn't matter if players have already been sent off. If you do it, you go. I guarantee you, if the the fullback from Cronulla was not sent off earlier, this bloke could have been sent straight off. It was a gutless decision by the bunker and the on-field referee. Rant over. I agree
2: with everything you said. Um, what annoyed me was um, Graham Annesley came out about that, you know... I they s- it. He soft-cocked it. He did. He's like, oh, you know, it could have been sent off, but, you know, I, you know, and he was yep. dancing around it, and it's like... Yep. You know, you're, make, Absolutely. you're making...
1: Absolutely. I was happy with that decision, but I would have been happy if they sent it off too. I'd oh, yeah. not sit on the fence, you cock-knocker. Just pick one. But
2: it, it should have been... I mean, he shouldn't have even had to, It should have been just a clear decision, it's, you know... When can yeah. you hit some shoulder shoulder charges a banned one, hitting someone in the face with like in the the head with it? That's it's got to be you know you broken one rule when you've gone even to the extreme of that um, broken rule. But yeah. it's um what it just does it just c- creates more confusion again. So if he came out and said mm. it doesn't matter how many times um, send off you you do, it should have been send off and that you know that bunker official should have yeah. you know what next time you it would have you know, have. Three short charges, they've got a light. You know, the bunker can say, Yeah, this is why we did it, and we said that this is wrong. Yeah, now it's just that cloudy little area that Graham Annals is like, Oh, yeah. you know, maybe it could have, but you know, I would have been happy either way. What are the bunkers? What are they meant to do now? Like, they're, they're trying to, no, that's it. they're that's like, it oh, because
1: you, you can't be happy can't, either way. It's it's either yeah. send off or it's not. You can't say, Oh, exactly, I was, I was okay with it being a sim bin, but I would have been okay. With it. No, no, no. It's
2: one of the... You can't say that. Well, do you do that with a try? You, go, a send-off you have to be sent on? Do you do that with a try? Oh, you yeah. know, it could have been a try. I was happy it was a try, but it would have been happy. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's rules.
2: Yeah, exactly. This is, this is actually competitive exactly. sport. It's, it's, this it's, is not playing... Yeah. You know, it, under sevens footy. You know what? If, it, yeah. if a kid yeah. scores a try, it's like, oh, it's close. I'm happy. You know, give the kid a try. Who cares? Makes absolutely no difference, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is competitive, yeah. right? Yeah. This actually means something. Every week you just, you just shake your head and, you, you know, you just get embarrassed. And I'm like, I, I don't pay attention as closely as I do to NRL, to other sports. But, yeah, man, it's just embarrassing. I don't know if AFL have these same issues. I don't know. But far out. Like, just as, you know, if you had to defend NRL as a sport, you'd just be like, oh, every week they'd make it harder and harder to defend the quality of what, oh, what we're doing. Just, but anyway.
0: Yeah. The Rabbitohs have confirmed Captain... Cameron Murray will spend three to four weeks on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've just sort of ch- I've chucked this article in because it, it talks a bit about... I mean, because this only got uh, discovered yesterday, I think. Cameron Murray, South skipper, has ramifications for Origin as well because Origin, one, is less than a month away. So, And he's obviously in, in the New South Wales side, or he was last year, and he's going to be there again this year. Um, so that's a big blow for South and most likely New South Wales for Game 1. Off the back of Pappenhausen also out for 6 weeks so he's going to miss origin 1 and off the back of um Latrell Mitchell also going to miss origin 1 that's a lot of um there's some pretty key players in that blues lineup who are getting injured at the wrong time and i guess it's calling on a little bit about a little bit to their depth i guess to see who's going to cover those roles
2: yeah it's disappointing i love i actually i love Cameron, Cameron Murray as a player i can you know yeah i don't often really like a player from another team like I go you know you watch him and I'm like you know mm. I just I pay yeah. close attention but yeah I just I, I was I think he's a fantastic player and I was you know he's, New South yep. Wales lose a lot from not having him there but it's actually probably a period of time when New South Wales well maybe not in the forwards but they 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 have a lot better depth than they used to in New South Wales I think they can mm. cover some of these yep. spots but it's definitely a big out and you know, big out for South as well. Really, oh, but, they need yeah. they need him on the field, especially, especially um yeah, it's going to be
1: South more than the Blues are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And look, South have a fairly favourable draw over the next four or five weeks, so they they should still pull a few wins together, or well, they should. But their form's not great, and look, Melbourne are such a classy outfit. They'll they'll find a way to handle without Papenhausen for a little while. But yeah, I, I guess. It's going to be interesting. Some of those spots for New South Wales, because I mean, look, you you got plenty of forwards. Like you either chuck in Tarek Sims or the I think it's, is it Chris Martin from Penrith. They'll they'll chuck someone like that, yeah, in, and he'll he'll slot in and and, and do a good job. Uh, the centre position, you got so many centres vying for that spot of Latrell Mitchell's. That's pretty strong as well. Um, the utility is interesting. I mean, I guess Jack White and will probably get it. Um, he'll probably. Just, just based on loyalty, he'll probably get it ahead of Nico Hines. I reckon. Um, I reckon he gets it because he can. covers a couple of extra spots. Yeah,
2: I reckon just because he can play in the um, in the forwards as well. You can chuck him liter, <laughs> you can chuck him literally anywhere. So um, I think you know he probably gets gets the nod. I think over someone like a Nico Hines or someone just purely because he they can throw get an injury. You can just just chuck him anywhere really, and he can um. He can He'll play it. at lock or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He can
1: cover a few spots. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, But, yeah, um, I, I'll throw this one at you, though. I mean, obviously, there's a few guys going down injured, but coverable. Let's just say if Nathan Cleary got injured. Okay. Now, last year, that happened after two games. The series was already wrapped up. They picked Mitchell Moses at halfback. Because, uh, obviously, they thought, okay, we, this is a good chance to test him. Young player. Chance to see what he's got at origin. And if we lose, it's not the end of the world because we've already won the series. If that happened before the series started this year and Nathan Cleary gets injured, do you pick Mitchell Moses, who's playing good, or do you pick Adam Reynolds, who's got the experience and is playing out of this world?
2: Yeah, I think...
1: It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's
2: tough. I would probably look to the future for future series where
1: and that's probably um, what Cleary wouldn't... Would do. I think he would. Yeah,
2: I think, and in terms of probably just injury potential as well with Adam Reynolds, I don't know. You don't want to go from Cleary to Reynolds and then to Moses. Moses has always been reasonably mm. um, resilient with that. But I think looking to the future, you would go like a Moses. So next year, I mean, Cleary's got this mm. position wrapped up until he doesn't want to play anymore, yeah. really. Um, but you got yeah. Moses that will be filling when he's not, when he's not there, so I think you'd probably go mm. Moses, and um, but you you wouldn't lose anything from either player. They both kick goals. They both. Um, they both, yeah, yeah. both. Yeah, pretty, you pretty you school. wouldn't. You know, I think it's um, and Reynolds obviously played before.
1: What about this one then? What if you were one nil down and then Cleary got injured? Who would you feel more
0: comfortable to get you back yeah, to? I one feel like one?
2: Adam Reynolds will be <laughs> your pinch player. Yeah, I you go Adam Reynolds, I reckon you'd go the safer option. You would have to go that. You Mitchell Moses We have
1: we have to win. We have to pick the experience. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You'd pick the experience and someone that is gonna have the confidence when it gets down to the wire to actually win the game where, you know, Mitch Moses could do it, but you know, he's he's even shown for okay. Parramatta. he's had some issues with that with those type of things as yeah. well. So you yeah, definitely with that. But, yeah.
1: Look, personally, I hope Cleary's fit and fine and ready to go. Not necessarily from a Queensland point of view, but from a Broncos point of view. I don't want anyone touching Reynolds. I want him to stay at the Broncos for every friggin' <laughs> Yeah, as a Broncos supporter, you'd be like, I hope
2: he never gets picked. he just focus on one... Don't get picked. Yeah,
1: he's, yeah. he's no good, Mr. Wales, He's too old. He's busted. Don't kick him. He can't handle the speed of origin
0: anymore. Uh, only team brave enough. History fueling ruthless roosters. And basically, it's about, will the roosters move on three of their senior players to get Cameron Munster...
1: Yeah, did you hear about
0: this
2: one, yes. uh, on principle? Yes, on
1: 360 or? it's um, it's been shot down. It's been
2: yeah. shot down, but I mean the Roosters got formed. They did that uh, with um, Cooper Cronk bringing him in, and I don't know. I think yep. you know Roosters can do whatever they like. They're they're powerful enough to go. You know they'll get they could get rid of three players like Luke Keery, um, Hargraves, and Crichton, right? Sign mm. Cameron Munster, mm. and then sign buddy another three, yep. just as good players that they somehow get under the cap. I think, you know, they're they're the they're just got they got the power. You know, there's a couple of teams that have got that that power to get basically yeah. whoever they want, they can move things around. Roosters can do that. Yeah. Um they shot it down though and Yeah.
1: I don't think it's gonna Yeah, happen.
2: I don't think so. I th- I can't see Munster if Munster goes anywhere, I, I really think it's gonna be the Dolphins.
1: It's interesting that they... I think it's getting brought up as an option because the Roosters
2: have done this sort of stuff before. Why can't the Raiders get a player like that? Come on, give us a superstar.
1: I was about to say if it happens and Phantom's never invited to be on the podcast again, but he's never here anyway, so... Um, I guess that's not. That's a bit of an empty threat, isn't yeah,
2: it? Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty empty. He probably would come on if they um, signed Munster just
0: to rub it, <laughs> if just just to rub, rub it in our faces, yeah, he, you know?
1: He'd come on to brag.
0: <laughs> Billy Slater is super impressed and names a pack of Broncos uh, for the Maroons. So, all right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, he's, he's named more than Broncos. That's just a headline grabber. But um, I was just pointing out that there's um, some guys like from Broncos and Cowboys who are starting to show some really good form, which is which is g- great from a Queensland perspective. Because let's face it, the last couple of years, those two teams have not performed well. And it has affected Origin to a degree because they, su- they generally supply so many of the Origin players. Uh, but they're both playing good footy and, and he sort of singled out a couple of guys like Pat Carrigan, who I think is an absolute shoe in for the Queensland 17. He'll be in there. He's such a good player. Um, and a couple of guys as well. He's sort of, he mentioned Corey Oates, which I've mentioned that a couple of times to you guys. His form's been unreal this year for the Broncos. He's sort of got back to the Corey Oates of old. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I think there's also a bit of this story where Mark Guy is sort of pushing the we're just talking about pushing the the hopes of Nico Hines as possibly being the utility for New South Wales. So look, there'll be a couple of surprises here or there. I mean, I, I'm with I'm sort of with you, principal. I think I think Whiten will get it, but um, well, Nico Hines if he has a good game against Canberra this week, it's not going to hurt his chance. To be honest, as a
2: Raiders fan, I wouldn't mind Whiten playing for the Raiders today. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> as,
2: um, I, for new South Wales, though, I'd take in my bias aside because I still I love Jack White as well. I think he'd be a better fit for the the Blues anyway, just for what he can do. And you can, ch- yeah, Covers yeah, sports. I think so. Yeah. And um, and he's definitely. played before; he knows what to expect. Um, but you know, I still wouldn't be sad, you know, unhappy with Nick Hines. I think he's just fantastic.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. No, he'd be good. Um, also, Billy Slade Also, um, I like that he pointed out um, Keenan Palasia, who's been playing. Uh, sometimes starting prop and sometimes off the bench prop for the Broncos this year. He has been really, really good. So I don't think he'll pick him for this year's series. But I think the fact that he's noticing this stuff means he's got a keen eye for who's sort of stepping up and starting to show some some good traits anyway. So I think it's going to be a, a pretty close series this year. I think both teams are going to be a bit more evenly matched than last year. I think it should could be a real real cracker game one.
0: It's just stupidity. Uh, Broncos accused of patent of lies after hiding Starr's court appearance.
1: This is my chance to rant. Oh, this geez. is my chance. This to is your rant. chance, is it? <laughs> again, again, my, my 57th time to rant just in this episode. Um, okay, basic story is that Selwyn Cobbo missed training on Monday uh, or Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Monday. Um, when, they, when they asked why, because uh, obviously the reporters went, oh, is he injured? Or, oh, no, he's just, um, just a way to deal with a personal matter. Uh, then got revealed that it's because he had to go back home to to go to court because he he drove an unregistered vehicle um, uh, while he wasn't li- uh, while his license was suspended or whatever. So his he, his license has now been suspended for six months and he got a seven hundred dollar fine. Uh NRL reporter like up here in Queensland on on radio in Queensland named Ben Dobbin. Uh, he used to be on NRL three hundred and sixty sometimes. Big bloke just had a big whinge about it. And so, oh, the Broncos are hiding stuff from us and and. Lying to the media about where he was, saying it was personal reasons, but in fact he was fronting court, yada yada. Well, here's what I say to that. First of all, um, they didn't lie. They said he, he had to deal with a personal matter. It is absolutely a personal matter. Has nothing to do with his football career. Has nothing to do with being suspended from football or being injured. It had to do with a personal matter he was dealing with. Um, secondly, the Broncos, when this happened several weeks ago, reported it directly to the integrity because the player himself told the club. The club then told the integrity unit. And the integrity unit said that's fine. It'll be dealt with in court. No further action required by the by the NRL. The Broncos are under no obligation to report it to the media. What obligation do they have to report that the nineteen year old who's just started his first grade career has to go to court for a minor driving charge? Oh, get real. This bloke's just got the shits because he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a gossip. A, go- a gossip gossiping a old columnist rather than actual talking about football, just the, the stru- like a bit like a Danny Weidler sort of thing. Uh, so, so what? You didn't get to break the story, so now you you crying saying the Broncos didn't tell you. Oh, f- get over it, mate. It's not even a story. It's it's just a like, it's just a beat up. Seriously. Anyway, that's that's just my rant, and it's it's not just the Broncos. They do it with everyone. They do it with all the clubs if something minor like this happens. Like the pain has. Albert Kelly thing. I know it's another Broncos, but that was nothing. There was nothing in that. It got heavily reported. Just a load of s***. The Canberra thing with Josh Hodgson last year with Ricky Stewart. That wasn't a story, but the media wanted to make it into something.
2: To be fair, though, Josh Hodgson made it a story because he made his own article. (laughs) He just got... Oh, yeah, but but it it, still wasn't a story. It it was no story. story. It just, yeah, he was making more of a story than it was, but yeah. No, I agree. I think... um, you know, it's not good what he did. Like just driving you know, suspenders. But, but it's, it's, we don't care. It's it, not a Just as general NRL public, you know, I guess yeah. the courts deal with with things like that. I disagree with the the Haas and um, Albert Kelly thing, but the this thing, I just I I don't care. Just move on. You know, just let's focus on the footy.
0: Well, the last story we've got here is NRL Magic Round, the ultimate guide. Because magic Round, round baby. 10. Every game's played yeah, in I d- Queensland.
1: I just put this in there to remind everyone it's Magic Round. There's nothing really in the story, just reminding everyone it's Magic Round. Suncorp Stadium? No. It's yep, very wet here fine. this week, though. That's it's fine. going to be a very wet Magic Round. Let's hope that. Gentlemen, it's been raining all week. Yep. Yeah. And the rain's going to continue. Let's just
2: hope the NRL don't ruin this Magic Round. They ruined it last year for us. Well, Let's hope we get well, through this year's well, one.
1: It might happen. It might happen because of the um, non send off. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will get. Everyone sent off this week. gets. It. Everyone will get. Everyone
2: plays with eleven players. It's gonna be. It's yep. going to tra- yep. And It's gonna Then Valandis will come out. We are transforming this game. Don't We're be- going down to an eleven player game.
0: It's just gonna be. Know, just, I reckon yeah, there'll be a sevens a lot, match next on this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're old school sevens.
0: <laughs> Next year, I, I, I say we all go meet up with Smokes and we watch all the games at the Magic Round. Oh, we we'll we'll do it. We we'll do Magic Round. Top the kids we'll and the wife's off we'll, and just... Uh,
1: we'll book the three-day pass and we'll do we'll, it. We'll book some of oh, that sounds and good. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Done. Uh,
0: yeah. that's, that's open to all the listeners as well, just, you know, FYI. All right, yeah, uh, on to right. some Supercoach. Smokes, hopefully you've got that <laughs> loaded up.
1: Um, super coach. So, yeah, we we won. We won this week. We had a grand total of, I think it was 1,040-something points from memory. Uh, 1,043 points we scored. Uh, we won our head-to-head match, and we did it despite the fact that I didn't, try, I didn't bench Payne Huss. So we actually did it a player short. So we very much did a Sharkies. We, we beat our opposition comfortably despite being a man down. So I thought that was rather impressive. It must have come down to just the supreme coaching of, of us who forgot to look at it this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Win by default. That's, Win by default. That's we'll take it's it. gonna be the right. it's gonna
2: be the name of the um, podcast. It's a default a few times. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. is, awesome. um, It carries a lot right.
0: that. that. On to our beer bet. Smokes are up by two, <laughs> principal. Yep. Uh down by two. Yeah, alright. Anyone have a beer bet for this week? Uh smokes. We'll start with you. Here are the games. Yeah, uh,
1: simple one. My tip form has been pretty damn good this year. Eight from eight coming up. Oh. Eight from eight coming. I'm definitely taking this
2: because this is actually a super hard round. I was looking at this before. I'm going... Oh, I know. That's,
1: that's what I thought I'd uh, this would be a... really, really test my, my, bet- my, my punting prowess Yeah, here that would definitely be an, an epic... It, um, so. Epic... And you... You know, I, I, I've got a pretty handy stash of beers here. So, you know, let's make it four beers. Let's really, let's really get yeah. crazy. All right, I'm taking four that. Beers, baby. Yeah. And
2: um, the Phantom is not taking that because he's not Phantom here. Phantom will take it. He's not here. He can. Oh, can't take, will back. take it cause he I doesn't, he can't take my know, beers. Cause, I'm stealing.
1: Because he's just a clown. Well, you
2: <laughs> Fair right. enough. Principal, oh, we'll, we'll, your I bet, please. It. Ooh, magic round send off. There'll be another send off this week. I don't want to take it because I think there might be one. Uh, you know, no,
1: I'll take it in in good spirit. I'll take it. It's been a... I'll take it. You know, the players are going to be on their best behavior, and you know, maybe then I'll be like, oh, there was lots of sin bins and stuff in last year's magic round, so we won't do it
2: this year. Maybe. I'm just hoping as part of the, sh- right. the Sharks then, uh, grand plan, and they they do a bit of a repeat. Has to be some sacrificial, <laughs> sacrificial player, but <laughs> you know, them get them down to a few less players, we might have a chance of winning.
0: All right, and then a bet for Phantom. Well, we can't even get him
2: here. By, it's going by to be ben an interesting one because so, Roosters yeah. and Eels. Are Robo gets sick of his terrible halves and sacks Sam Walker, <laughs> and I'm taking that one.
0: That's not going to happen. I know.
2: That's why. Demotes Sam Walker to the bench on Team Teamless Tuesday. Sam Walker to the bench for the following game.
1: Yeah, all right, all right, I'll take
2: it.
0: All right, I'll take it. Uh, we'll just get two beers because he doesn't have any left.
2: He's going to be betting <laughs> half expects. beers and quarter beers, a sip. He's going to be betting a sip of <laughs> he'll beer. Have to, he'll have yeah. to buy
0: you some UDLs yeah, he'll, or something. Get a better shot. All right. Yep. On to round 10, tips. Magic round, like we said before, so every game's in Queensland, so let's get into it. Uh, Bulldogs and the Knights, Smokes.
1: Uh, I'm going to go the Knights, They We'll get off
2: the bottom of the ladder with this one and knock off the doggies. Yeah, I'm going Knights, nice too. I think they showed a bit of promise. Kalen Ponga was sort of getting his uh, mojo back, so I think he might be able to, to spark the win this week. All
0: right. I'm going Bulldogs, and I'll get Phantoms later. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Sea Eagles and Broncos. Smokes, I'm going to guess the Broncos.
1: Broncos, baby. Uh, Not just because I'm a fan, but I think their form is better. I think Manly's defense is a little bit off at the moment, despite having a couple of wins. So
2: I will back the Broncos.
0: All right, and Principal?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go Broncos. How about the Broncos, right? Getting an extra home game when it's not really their their home game. Didn't you guys have enough last year at the end of last year? You had basically the monopoly of Brisbane crowds. But anyway, yeah, it's, not our fo- it's not our fault, our state isn't
1: disease-ridden like yours. So.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm going to see Eagles because they're the bookies' favourite, so we'll see how that goes. Obviously. Again, I feel like the Broncos are hardly done by
2: there.
1: I think we are a bit there too, but I'm happy to be the underdogs.
2: Yep.
0: Hey, look! Didn't you guys make good money last week out of the Broncos winning? Oh, I did said someone put a
2: yeah, good you, bet on. Yes, yeah, someone did. You did. Yeah, you? I said it was worth throwing a sneaky twenty on on the Broncos at four dollars. Yeah, so, yeah, it was good. Yeah, you got it, them at fours. That's yeah.
1: right. Far out. That's nice. All right. Well, so if uh, you uh, run Z- out of beers, you can just buy more, <laughs> like from the beer bets. If you run That's, out, you can you can loan, you can line uh, a phantom a case with that yeah, money. You'll need
0: some. All right, <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand Warriors versus Rabbitohs smoke
1: Oh, God, you can't tip the Warriors after last week, so rabbitos.
0: Principal? Rabideaus, definitely. You watch Phantom New Zealand Warriors. <laughs> oh, will be something
1: stupid.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Titans, Dragons, Principal?
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. i just flip a coin. I'm just going to say oh, Titans, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, it is close. I'm going to say it Titans. I don't titans, eh? Oh, they do have the...
1: They'll probably have the... the Oh, they might not have the advantage. Dragons have a lot of fans in Brisbane. I'm going to go to the Dragons. I know okay, Melbourne um, belt but I mean, Melbourne belt everyone. Their form is a, still better than the Titans.
0: It's a very close uh, in the tips too for that one. So Storm yeah. and Panthers. This will be another close one, I'm oh, guessing. Oh,
1: my goodness. Um, you know, I was, actually, I was actually going to tip the Storm until Pappenhausen was injured. So that now leans me towards the
0: Panthers. Yep. And the bookies, and the Panthers, Principal? Yeah, they're
2: evenly matched, but take out Papenhaus and it shifts towards um the Panthers, so yeah. definitely Panthers.
0: Yep, 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 yep. All right, oof, Jesus. Uh, Sharks versus Raiders, Smokes.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate, but you couldn't beat them with 13. Sharks beat them with 11. Uh, it's Cronulla.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, and Principal?
2: Raiders are specials. So I'm going to put get my winnings from last week. And Raiders are $4 I, I am praying gonna, for you man I'm praying I'm for you. Chuck it all on the
0: Raiders
1: yeah. You've already beaten oh, once Jesus. this year You can do it again um,
0: yeah, uh, I feel like Nico Hines was a bit fresher back then And now he's like he was, gelled yeah. into the group He was uh, You anyway, can do it Come on Just the no,
2: pressure that's... of maybe becoming the bench utility for Origin Going to get to him He's just going to collapse He's
1: not playing He's nah. not playing He's still suspended Nico Hines He's, he's alright no, oh, no, sorry, I thought you were talking about white. No, no,
0: no, 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 not. Yeah. All right. Do it for uh, Jack,
1: do it for Croker.
0: <laughs> Roosters and eels, Smokes, here you going?
1: Oh, yeah, Parramatta. Uh, you, you know what I like about this Magic Round 2? Six of the current top eight teams are playing each other in three of the matches. I think that's awesome. So, but, yeah, I'll go with Parramatta. I think their form's a bit better than the Roosters. Principal,
0: principle, I guess, out of... Principle? At <laughs> a principle, I'm
2: tipping the eels, and for once, it actually, I've got a chance of actually getting this you tip, right? T- yeah, I think I'm pretty yeah. safe. Yeah, I, I think, think eels should um should get over the roosters pretty comfortably.
0: And in the yeah. last game, I'm guessing everyone's going to tip the Cowboys versus West Tigers. Yeah, got to cow-
2: Cowboys. Cowboys oh, in Queensland as I well. I really want to tip the Tigers, but I've got to catch up in this tipping a little bit. Let's do it. I can't, it. so I'm running it's, with... Um, it's... With the Cowboys.
1: You're, I'm surprised. Last time was only $3.30. Cows are due for a loss. They've won five in a row. Just do it.
2: Do it. Do it. Unfortunately, I cannot be peer pressured into picking one of the worst sides <laughs> of the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah up that's, against, that's, you know, that's one of the best, fair. too. So. All right. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. As always, you can find us on Facebook with the group Pub Talk Rugby League podcast. Uh, Thanks all for listening I have a feeling This is going to be A bit of a long one But uh, thank you all For sticking with us And uh, we'll see you next week Bye Bye. We'll be back Bring on magic round Enjoy the weekend fellas Go the Raiders Broncos The body broncos